You're listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online, and my name is Andrew Mackay-Smith. The interview subject I've got prepared for you, it's Toria Turinen. Of course, she used to be a Nightwitch, but she is more famous these days for forging an outstanding solo career. The reason for the chat is to promote her August 30th release, that is 2019 August 30th release, In The Raw. This is a really good conversation, actually. We deep dive into a whole heap of issues, so I really hope you enjoy listening to it. Here she is, the great Taria Turinen. And I'll conference the two of you. No worries. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Alrighty, you're on the same line now. Thanks very much. Hello. Uh, hey, Taria, it's Andrew McKay-Smith speaking. How are you going? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Now, my first question for yeah. you was, did I, pron- did I pronounce your name properly? Taria, that's okay. I do not really mind at all about it, you know. <laughs> there was a time, <laughs> there was a time when I wanted to print out some tips to sell on my merch, you know, yeah. with the correct pronunciation, because it's so funny, my name is pronounced so differently in different countries. <laughs> I, I know. So then when it came, as a joke, you know. Yeah. yeah like, you... hey, Tarja or Tarja or Tarja or whatever. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> so, so my surname is similar to your first name in that people mispronounce it all the time. But do you get that? So my surname is Mackay Smith and people say Mackay Smith and they hyphenate it and they do all sorts of things. But let me ask you this. Do you get people correcting you on the correct pronunciation of your own name? Like I get people correcting me how to pronounce my own surname? Oh, Seriously? Yeah. No, that I don't get. <laughs> I don't get. That is weird, though. Very huh? strange. That is strange. Yeah. Very strange. So when it came to, you know, when I became a mother, some seven years ago, my daughter will have her seven years birthday in a couple of days, actually. And Beautiful. So when it was a time to choose a name for her, we decided to choose a name, Naomi. It's a Japanese name that would be pronounced properly in my home country, Finland, and in Argentina, where she was born, oh. so that she wouldn't have the same issues like her mother everywhere. <laughs> it's not an issue, actually, for me at all, but when it came to choosing a name for my daughter, we, we came, you know, easy way, easy, easy yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Now, that's, yeah. I, might, I might ask you this question then, actually, because I had this written down, because I thought you were a mother, and I'm a, I'm a father, and... My daughter's about the same age as yeah. your daughter. She just turned six. But you have you have such a beautiful voice, and I've listened to so much of the stuff, you know, we're forced to with young girls to listen to Disney all the yeah. time. And I was listening to the woman who mm-hmm. sings Let It Go by Frozen, and I couldn't help but feel, with all due respect to her, you could have done a much better job. So my question for you is, would you ever consider working on some of those Disney franchises and lending your voice to some of those characters? Because I think it'd be a wonderful addition Oh, wow. Well, I would, you know, I would love to work on something like that. Um, there, there was a discussion some years ago uh, with a Finnish film company to to have me involved in some of their productions. But, mm. you know, since I'm, since I'm not there and I'm traveling so much, it's, uh, time, is, time is my worst enemy in many cases, you know, mm. when it comes to collaborations even and every, anything like that. Everything takes time, and um, it's a commitment also. And so I've been even asked to sing in a musical, to be part of the even really, like, great, great um, job offer, seriously. But yeah. I haven't been able to take them because of my, my career and my activities. And there is just so much in line. Um, yeah. Uh, I need to... 
I have a lot of people working with me, so I also need to keep them informed about my activities. And so um, my career consists, because it consists, so variety of things. You know, I mm. have a lot of symphonic projects and events, and so I need to prepare myself also for them, because I just cannot go and sing them through. I mean, I really need to be fully prepared. So I train constantly still today, lyrical. And so, but thank you for saying that, because I, I would... I really love no to be able to take part in something like that, be the baddie or be <laughs> the, you know, bad witch or something like that, wicked witch, you know. Some yeah. some day it would be lovely because it's um it requires so much from all those singers and I am really eager to jump into challenges when there is something new that mm. I could think I could be able to do. Yeah, mm. we just saw Wizard of Oz last weekend, actually, and you would make such oh. a great Wicked Witch of the West, I think it is, the the one with oh, the green yeah. face. You would do that role so yeah. well with your powerful voice and your very, oh, you know, your physical you. stage <laughs> presence that you've got. So, yeah, I, I understand you've got a lot going on. That's a really good point you make that you've got a lot of people in a professional sense, business-wise, yeah. depending on you. So you can't just make spur-of-the-moment decisions. Yeah. You've got to plan everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is like that. Obviously, of course, I'm not in a band. Um, I've been there. I've been very lucky girl to experience all that also, what it is to be in a band. And, you know, um, there is... Uh, I am a solo artist, so I'm still, in a way, I am free to make my decisions and my schedules and all that. But but with the all the uh, chaotic kind of scheduling with all the activities involved, it's a very hard to take months off and say, hey, well, I'm, I'm rather not do this. Now I need to postpone it for two years and so. Yeah. I've been doing that when it has come to TV productions and so I was part of the Voice of Finland for example for a few, few seasons oh, and right. uh, it was tough because all these TV productions they don't, they don't let you know a year ahead of time that, hey, do you want do they want you to continue or not? So, mm. especially when it's a country like Finland, that is a small country, so they are not used to deal with uh, international artists that are depending on so many other things. So, yeah, that I was tough, but I loved it. I loved it though. But uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it depends on what your calling is in life. I mean, you're clearly a, you're a gifted singer and you're a very good stage performer. It must be said, probably the best female, if you don't mind me saying front woman around i've got to say yeah. you're very captivating the way you're out there i think you've just got a presence about you that with all due respect to the band that's behind you you're not looking at the band i'm saying that as a musician i'm a bass guitarist and guitarist but i'd love yeah. to be in a band with someone like you up front because you'd feel so confident that you've got the crowd in the palm of your hands so i, I understand yeah. that you've yeah. got yeah you, you've got this real yeah. gift for doing it but I mean, how many lifetimes have you got? You've only got the one, haven't you? It'd be nice to have a couple and, you know, utilise this wonderful talent that you've got across all of these these uh, these opportunities well, that you must be given. Yeah, it's... Uh, I've been very lucky also to... Because for me, it is as important... If I if I choose to work with such musicians, I mean, um, first of all, obviously, they, they need to understand me, my style. They need mm. to be motivated, inspired you know, all that, they need to be really interested in working with me, otherwise it wouldn't make any sense And from either way around. But but the thing is, but also I, I've i been very lucky to find a good people, like good persons that are, that are, you know, uh, it's, I'm old enough to 
uh, waste my time. I don't want to waste my time yeah. with bad people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, mean, I do, yeah. I, I have been in that situation before. I don't want to go back to that. I think in a way that I want to celebrate music with the guys that I'm playing with. It's a celebration. Every night when we go out and we play, it's like, oh, I want to see them smile on their face and we have good time. We, mm. we rock it. We, we feel it together. And that's as important to me as the talent is involved. I mean, if they are skilled enough to play my songs, come on. It's yeah. as important as yeah. how, what kind of humans they are. Hmm. I get it. So, look, let's talk about this new album because I've had a couple of listen to it, listens to it. It was just sent through to me this morning. So I listened to it in the car on the way to uni and then on the way back. So the new album's called In The yeah. Raw and it'll be out 30th of August. And I think it's it's yeah. a great title to begin with because it's a fitting title given the direct nature of so many of the album's cuts. But I must say, I think the heaviest, the heavier cuts, so the first two, are some of the best stuff I've ever heard you sing on. So that's, of course, the first one's got Speed from Soil Work and the second one's got Christina from Lacuna Core. They they are just absolute bangers, those ones there. And if I'm not mistaken, that's about the heaviest music you might have been you might have released as well. So my question for you is, was was there a temptation to go even heavier? Because I, I didn't realise your voice suited that sort of really heavy music as much as what it does. I've always sort of considered you very, uh, you know, in line with the symphony side of things, but your voice works probably... Yeah just as well, if not better, with really heavy music. So was there a temptation for you to dive mm-hmm. a lot deeper into the heavier stuff? Yeah, the, uh, not even a temptation. I, I really wanted, <laughs> wanted to go <laughs> this, this time that way, you know, because yeah. um, songwriting process itself it has become very... It, it has become easier to me. I, it's an enjoyable um, process for me nowadays. I write mm. songs alone way more than I ever written before. Um, I usually write with a piano. I have a beautiful grand piano okay. here at home and I write with that. But when it comes to guitar-driven songs, um, I play a little bit of guitar, but I cannot really go into that. I have a, two guitar players that I write music with, Alex mm. and Julian, and they've been working with me many years ago. So these songs, these two songs that you mentioned, were written with Alex together. They are our songs and they were born in a very natural way because it's been like the years passed by and all the work we've done together. We understand each other very, very well already. And so everything, everything has become more easier in that sense. And, and then again, when I, when I received the first demos from Alex um, of these songs, they sounded very raw and rough and like unpolished, but the guitar, they sounded excellent mm. in those demos already. And I said, hey, I really, bang, they were on my in my face and uh, really powerful, very energetic, drive in them. So I said, no, I really want to keep this. I, want, I would like to keep this sound through the album, like keep this as a core when it comes to the band sound, because this is good. I, I felt... The same energy I feel when I'm performing live with my band. Uh, That is the thing that I have kind of missed on my album productions. That kick, that heaviness in my face. And so supporting my big voice. And so it was a good way to really think like, okay, I even left some of the demo guitars on the record because there was no need to record them again. I mean, seriously. It was like that. I don't want to overproduce this album this time. I want to go where less is more kind of feeling. And it worked out. And I'm very happy with how... But it was a... I had to really 
push very hard Tim Palmer in the mix because Tim Palmer is not a he's not accustomed to to work on this kind of sound. Really, okay. He's, yeah. he's excellent. Tim Tim Palmer has worked with the several excellent artists and working with the different. He has the knowledge of he's super fast and he knows my music already because he's been mixing my album since the second album of mine. Mm-hmm. But even he said this time that it's so amazing to see me growing and, you know, knowing what I really want to do, that he's so very proud of me, he told me. And he he really enjoyed that I could reach this heavier sound on the album that is bang on the face. Yeah. So I, yeah. I like that. I like that. And it was a good thing to do. Yeah, I'd love to hear more of it from you. So I guess that leads into my next um, question for you, because... Recently, I was really honoured, honestly, to talk to Trey Exactoth from Morbid Angel's mum. So I reached out to her on Facebook. We'd had an interaction, but I ended up having a really lovely conversation with her for my podcast series. And one of the things that she mentioned was that she'd been encouraging Trey to reach out to other musicians and do something on the side of Morbid Angel. And so I got thinking after that, and long before our conversation came on the radar, Chris reached out and said, do you want to have a chat to Taria? I thought... You know, if you had Pete Sandoval on the drums, you had Steve Tucker playing bass, you had Trey, of course, on the guitars, who would you have singing? And I thought of you. So I know you're busy and I know that there's a lot going on for you, but that would be a musical partnership that I think would stop the heavy metal world. So if ever that was to come about, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people would stop what they were doing, you know. Hey, girl, can dream. <laughs> well, I, I think it's a bit more of a reality, to be honest with you. I think it would just be a case of whether or not you guys got along and then the schedules lined up and the like. Because you're, after yeah. listening to what's, because I've had a number of conversations with Speed. And I know he's a tremendous guy and he's a wonderful guitarist. And I love the guitar work that he, oh, did he sing or did he do the guitar work on the first song on the album? Alex. Oh, Alex did the guitar uh, work, yeah. um... Yeah, Alex, get off. Yeah, yeah. Alex. Well, well, my point would be your voice really suits that death metal style guitar. So I, I, if ever the opportunity came up, you know, as I say, we've already covered how busy you are and schedules have got to line up, but would you be into something like that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's heavy. Well, I don't know. Well, I am, I am um, as I said, I'm very eager to jump into challenges when there is one where I can feel I would be able to do it in the mm. best way possible because that's who I am. I'm, a, I'm in a way a perfectionist and, you know, everything that I do has to move me one way or another. Otherwise, I wouldn't even dare to, you know, get involved. And so I, I can't say no into something that I could feel for, you know? Mm. So, um, yeah. Oh, well, we'll put it out there anyway. I, th- I think that would just be a, a wonderful partnership, that one there, if it ever happens. So are you um, are you still based in Finland these days or are you uh, abroad somewhere? Oh. oh, no, I haven't been in Finland since, I don't know, since 20 years, almost or 20 years already. Oh, wow. Are you in, in Germany? Way, no, I was not even in Germany. I, first I went to Germany, then I went to Buenos Aires. I, I lived in Argentina for more than years hmm. and now we are living in actually we went through a caribbean island also <laughs> we are oh, beautiful. in spain yeah. back in europe in andalusia in southern spain so oh, okay me yeah. i've been i i feel like a world citizen today because of uh <laughs> in a way you know all these all these changes uh even continent changes in my personal life of mine obviously they has to do with my art a mm. lot with my art and 
me growing up and you know all that mm. yeah i think it's um because I, I i didn't actually know you were from from finland i thought you might have been german to be honest with you you know we can't tell really this, yeah i you know we can't tell really? a lot of the in australia we can't tell a lot of the accents apart in europe because we're not around it a lot yeah. it's it's there's a lot of europeans yeah, here yeah, but, no, no. yeah you know how it is but but my question for you is you must be considered the village, the small town that you come from, you must be considered the, the cultural ambassador at this point. <laughs> is that the case when you go back yes, there? It is. It is exactly the... I, I think it is exactly the case because mm. if you think about the rockers in Finland, the female artists in Finland, I might be the only one really doing what I do. Yeah. And in general, in Europe, based even probably the only one what I'm doing, you know, <laughs> the way the way I'm doing and combining the classical activities, the symphonic activities with the, with the heavy metal and rock. I mean, there are not too many women around doing <laughs> the same yeah. kind of things. But uh, I've been recognized by the government of Finland also. They gave me an emoji, my own emoji. Can you believe oh that? An emoji, and they call right. it as the <laughs> voice of Finland. I have my own emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. How do we yeah, get that? that? Is that a couple of years ago? I was. Is that on iPhones? Yeah, yeah, it it's is. easy to get. Yeah, I think it's an Android one. Android, Android one. That it's a horns up. I have a microphone with a green eyes, black hair. You know, yeah. horns up. The voice of Finland. <laughs> if you Google it, you will find it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to look for it, and I'm going to start using it. There you go. There you go. Hey, I think I, I think I've got time for one more question, and obviously because I'm Australian and live in Australia. Oh, all right. Have Have you got Have you had a lot of interaction from fans and listeners in Australia over the years? Like, are we, are we a special territory for you? Or? I have a I have a, actually a fan club, um, really functional fan club called Winter Storm in Australia, hmm. and uh, um, they are these uh, fans are really working hard, you know, trying to get the attraction, you know, the yeah. promoter's attraction for bringing me in. And we are actually working on the dates now. So I'm really ha having my highest hopes for next year to to have some shows happening in Australia because they're trying to combine it with the other Asian shows. So yeah. I'm really, really happy if this is happening now because it's been too long since I visited your beautiful country last time. And so it would be really wonderful to be coming over again. And, and the support and love of the Australian fans naturally I can find it out from through the social media and all that mm. daily basis but it's it's fantastic and I just I just really want to thank all the people there for the patience and uh, the support they've been giving for many years already great well we'd love to have you here and I guess I guess how much time have we how much more time have we got because I've got a few more questions if I can ask them but if we don't have time so so be it but... yeah please go ahead I'm go ahead okay I wonderful. don't mind yeah. go ahead You've achieved a lot. We've talked about how much you've achieved, or we've touched on it, really. I mean, but the reality is, okay, so you had five albums with Nightwish. That's that's almost so far in the rearview mirror that people might not even realise that you're in the band, yeah. I think, these days, because you've got 38, 13 albums under your own name. That's a blend of solo, of, of, yeah. of Christmas albums and live albums and the like. But, you know, what, what's been the biggest challenge for you yeah. through your career, given that you've achieved so much? The biggest challenge? Yeah. Or the biggest change? Biggest, biggest challenge. challenge. Biggest challenge. 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 Oh, wow. Well, hmm. In general, the, the, the whole thing about being a lyrical singer in, and get involved 
in the rock world, in the metal world. That was the biggest challenge in the beginning for me to jump into to sing with the band like Nightwish. I mean, it was a challenge for me, and that challenge took me through many years because I didn't feel comfortable in a, you know, technical-wise, singing-wise, in performing the songs in the live um, performances. Since my lyrical singing technique was not as strong as, you know, it was not strong yet. Mm-hmm. So I, I was still, you know, working out in that field, and then I suddenly started to work on the um, on the metal music and especially in the live performances. So I was struggling technically there, and so that challenge took me until I think until two thousand and two, three, something like that, where I really started. Only then I started to feel more comfortable in singing and. And that was amazing when I that wow, okay, freedom yeah. suddenly appeared. Uh, you know, I've been training lyrically ever since I started when I was 15 until these days. I'm mm-hmm. still doing it. I have a vocal coach. And that road will never, ever end because my voice is kind of, it is my motivation. If I get better in singing lyrical, it supports my rock voice as well or my my singing in general, everywhere. Uh, I cannot even, I cannot even separate these things. Even though you might find it very different for me performing in a front of a Wacken open air for metalheads, you know, big yeah. festivals or my own shows, or then going in front of a symphonic orchestra. Yes, it's different, but it's still the same technique that I'm just using literally differently. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, that path has taken years to learn. I haven't had anybody to teach me how to sing rock. Yeah. No, that, that's been my own thing. And uh, how I do it today, phew, somebody could say that, oh, you know, that's just my way. My way. Every one of us, we have our way. Singers, we're just, you know, doing the way we feel is more comfortable. But um, but the challenge involved was the beginning years with night vision. You know, hmm. That was the biggest challenge so far, vocally, and uh, yeah, that I would say. The yeah. other big challenge was when I started writing my own songs, when my solo career started. I did not know if I'm able to write my songs, yeah. I, because I never wrote a single song with a band. So that was a huge challenge, a different world that I jumped into. I was eager... Uh, I was really willing to see if I was able to do that. And nowadays, when I look back on those times, the beginning years of my solo career, how nervous I was in writing my own songs because I was always having the doubt about myself. But I don't have the doubt anymore at all. It's unbelievable, the freedom and the the whole process of really enjoying the songwriting. It's unbelievable that you can learn so much. And Mm. uh, music is that. Mm. Mm. So you met, we we talked already about our kids. So you're obviously a mother, and you've got a family and the like. So how do you balance being in the music industry, which is notoriously demanding? To your point, you know you're, you're probably booked out for the next two years. You can probably see exactly what's going on. Maybe not month to month, but you know what I'm saying. It's it's yeah. one of those industries yeah. that tends to draw you in, and then you 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 can see what's going on well into the future. But how yeah. how have you balanced family life with the industry? Yeah, it is exactly what you said, that more or less two years ahead of time, I need to know more or less where I'm going and what is, what's going to happen. Um, and to be a mother, yeah, 
My daughter is going to turn seven in a couple of days in this week, actually. And uh, until she was four, the first four years of her life, she was traveling with my husband. We were traveling together on tours. My husband is my manager, so we work okay. together. Yeah. We share that. So we share everything. We, we just work together. It's just like a family business in a way and all. But our daughter, she got so used to be the touring child. I mean, she saw the world everywhere. She went everywhere with me. She in recording studios in every kind of event you can think of. She's been there. And so since she knows all that, she lived all that, she was addressed by so many international people speaking different languages to her, playing with her. You know, she had all the world in her little palms. I mean, just right in front of her. So she learned a lot. She got to be very open-minded little child. And now when mommy needs to go, obviously it's not an easy thing for her, but harder it is for me because um, I I got so used to have my family with me and mm. nowadays they are not. So I'd rather not to tour that long periods of time anymore because I want to go back and, you know, see her growing. Because that, that, yeah. We only have this one life to... To, you know, oh, yeah. spend time with yeah. your children or you know so um that's hard it's hard but uh, luckily with technology we have today i can daily stay in touch with her play with her see her you know um but you know she also needs her school and her friends and i want to have her the yeah. normal life you know that would be that the first four years of her life were nothing like normal she was <laughs> all the time in a plane or in a touring bus or you know everywhere yeah <laughs> So, yeah, it must have been fun and for her. It was her, amazing though. we could do that. Yeah, mm. and, and and I, I like the fact that you know you, you mentioned that your husband's your manager, so it is a family business. Because I, yeah. I I couldn't think how else somebody of your stature would be able to do it unless it was a family affair for you, because you're just on the road yeah. too much. And I've travelled myself a lot, yeah. and I've been away from the kids for a bit, and it's bloody hard. Yeah. It's so hard. I get that. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Yeah. It's it's I, I was in a relationship before my husband in a relationship where the other person could not get it at all. I mean, understand it at all. And that mm. that's really it's heartbreaking and it, there is no way of you explaining you know, that it's not like you are a narcissist or egoistic if you wanna live through music and you love what you do. I am privileged to be able to really love what I do. My work is my love. So uh if there is another one that doesn't get that part of that love and passion and that, you know, the whole empowering force of the music that really kicks your butt every fucking day, it's very, mm. very hard. It's very hard to explain that to somebody, you know, you need but to feel it. It is, and, it's very, I, I agree with you totally. I, I even talk to people who aren't musicians about but me being a musician because I do it the it depends on your perspective but I think sometimes I think it's the hard way in that I play covers and I'm playing for about four or five hours a night when I do play and I'm yeah. playing other people's music and my god by the end of that night all I want to do is fall asleep in my car but what drives yeah. me is the love of the music and performance and it's there's no other thrill like yeah. it is there for people who aren't musicians you can't accurately no. describe what it's like being up on stage Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. It is like that. I would become a very miserable person if I wouldn't be able to perform. Yeah. I know it. <laughs> and then, being that miserable person, I wouldn't be also a good mummy. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I understand. It's that's, really well that's put. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's that's really well put. Well, look, this has been a wonderful conversation. My final question for you would be: I host a podcast series. So, are you okay if I release this as a podcast episode? Sorry, sorry, sorry I, the podcast. I, I host a podcast episode. So, are you okay if I release this as part of my podcast series as an episode? Yes, of course. Yes, wonderful. Of course. Sorry, yeah. No, that's all right. Yeah, I just sure. like to ask because you know we're talking about families and stuff, and I've never had anybody say no in four hundred interviews. But I always like to give the Give yourself, you know, an opportunity to say no in case you don't want any, any information out there. But, look, I tend to find with me, I tend to get the real fans listening. You know what I mean? Like, no trolls, just yeah. my, my podcast series goes, of course, it goes all over the world because it's on the internet. And, sure. you know, I think think people are going to really enjoy listening to this conversation and getting some insight thank into, you. into you. Thank you, you know. very much. Yeah. No, thank you very much. No, no worries at all. Well, congratulations on everything. You know, it's you're a, it's a privilege to talk to you, and I've long admired the work you've done, and particularly the way that you um, you know you built a career after the Nightwish thing. And as I say, I think you yeah. now people don't even realise you're in Nightwish. To be honest with you, you're just Taria. That's just how it is. And I, yeah. you know, you're one of the few artists that I think's been able to do that. Thank you very much for the words. I mean, yeah, that's how I feel in a way with this album and um, over the years. And, you know, after all this time, I feel like I don't need that much explanations anymore. I mean, you you better, you, you, you like it or not. I mean, of course, it's a, it's a natural thing. I mean, you like it or not, but I'm a hardworking girl. I've always been a very hardworking girl and that's who I am. So you find my work, my new, my latest work now and hey, Check it out. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck yeah. with everything, and thanks so much for the conversation again. Really thanks. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much. You yes. take care. Have okay. a nice summer. No worries. Okay. Then. Thank you. Gotcha. Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. You've been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith, and of course, that wonderful interview subject there was Taria Turinen, the outstanding solo vocalist who used to be in Nightwish. Thanks so much for listening.